0: Message this morning is the mark of the beast. I want you to bow your hearts as we ask the Lord to bless His word. Father God, what a privilege it is! First and foremost, as we stand before You, the God of heaven, what an honor it is, O oh God, to stand before Your people. Lord, I ask that as we go into Your Word by Your Holy Spirit, I ask that You would open the Scriptures to our hearts regarding the mark of the beast. Remove the fear about this message. Remove the confusion regarding this message. But, Lord, let it uh, produce in us an urgency to reach the harvest and a lost world that don't know you. Now, Lord, we give you all the honor, all the glory. We bind every scheme, every strategy of the enemy that will try to hinder this word. And, Lord, we ask today for an open heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The mark of the beast. Now, a lot of people, when they hear that, hear that title, they, they kind of get a little afraid. Uh, I want to say, don't be afraid today. We're going to help you. But this picture is an amazing picture. Uh, God blessed me to get this uh, this picture, and I'll talk to you about it. But if you look careful there, all of these ladies are in a grocery store, but every one of them has a barcode in the forehead. Uh, this this uh, I got this picture back in... Uh, It was, I think, 1984 uh, when it first appeared. And I'll tell you, you know, what was tied to it. Now, I'm a topical teacher, I'm gonna give you a number of topics. We're gonna look at what is the mark of the beast. uh, And then uh, in that, I'm gonna show you what is not the mark of the beast. There's a lot of things out there that people say the mark, and uh, nope, it's not the mark. We'll help you there. Then we're going to see how will this mark come into use and how long will it be enforced? Uh, this is key that you know uh, uh, how it's going to come in. And it's key that you know how long it's going to last. That's, that's, that's really important to know. Then we'll look at who will receive the mark and why. i am going to give you scriptures scripture showing who will be required to take the mark of the beast. Then we're we'll going to look at conditioning today's society to receive the mark of the beast. Now, what we're going to see here, uh, we're going to look at uh, how uh, we are being conditioned to receive a mark of the beast and don't even realize it. Uh, uh, you know, the culture is conditioning us, and we didn't even see it, but we are being conditioned. Here's the next one. Uh, we're going to look at what happens to those who take the mark of the beast. And the scri- scripture is quite clear uh, to give us specific things that, that's going to happen to people who take the mark. So you want to warn your loved ones, don't take the mark. Then we'll look at closing up, looking at a warning to the world regarding the mark of the beast. So we're going to see some amazing things. So what is not the mark of the beast? I want to look at the screen now. I'm going to bring some things into the screen. This is not the mark <laughs> of the beast. You go to DMV, you get your license plates or your driver's license, 666 said, wait a minute. Give me another number, 665-664. Don't you give me that mark of the beast? A lot of Christians are really paranoid by the six six six. This is a number that, that you know we call it. It's, it's a bad luck number. No, no, not for Christians. Uh, as a matter of fact, sometimes you go to the grocery store. As my wife did, she went to Michael's, the uh, art and craft store, and the lady said, "Ma'am, do you want uh, you want to buy something else?" She said, "No. Why?" She said, "Look at your change. Six dollars and sixty-six cents." My wife said, no, no man. She's married to a prophecy guy. She understand. It didn't, it didn't bring fear on her. Uh, she, didn't, she didn't get bad luck for taking. You know, keeping the receipt. Uh, what I say to Christians is this. Whenever your change turns, you know, comes on 666, use it as an opportunity to preach the gospel. I mean, I would love for my, my, my thing to fall on that because when it does, I'm preaching the gospel. Let me explain to you about the 666. You know, it's a great opportunity to give them the gospel. Uh, so I had a man uh, preaching in Orlando. Uh, this was the early part of the year. And uh, he knew about my message on the Mark of the Beast. And he brought me his old license plate with 666 on it. He said, I, I just had to bring it to you, preacher. It's in, my, it's in my office at home now. And uh, so uh, don't be afraid of the 666. Now, here's another one I want to show you here. Here's another thing that's not the Mark of the Beast. And that's Sunday worship. Uh, believe it or not, Seventh day Adventists teach that uh, worshiping on Sunday in the tribulation will be the mark of the beast. Uh, I should receive this from their website, uh, Sabbath Truth. They said, uh, Do people who worship on Sunday as a holy day have the mark of the beast now? They said, No. But then they go, No one will <clears throat> will have the mark of the beast until Sunday worship becomes an issue forced by law. At that time, just ahead, those who decide to follow the false teaching of the beast or the antichrist and worship on Sunday, the beast's counterfeit holy day, will receive the mark of the beast. So they're saying Sunday worship will in the future will be the mark of the beast. That is totally nonsense. Uh, nonsense uh, Sunday worship has nothing to do with the mark of the beast Which I'm going to show you uh, here in a few minutes So again, this is a false falsehood and false, false teaching Now here's one more That's not the mark of the beast uh, COVID vaccine uh, COVID-19 vaccine It is not the mark of the beast I have so many people, Brother Perkins You know, uh, get, you take, that, take that vaccine, man and, and down the road, man The things inside is going gonna, is gonna to produce the 666 I said, no <laughs> Foolishness now i haven't taken the vaccine because i don't want to take the vaccine uh if you've taken it you know nothing's n- no condemnation everybody has a right to do that and there's no problem uh uh but this is not the mark of the beast technology and we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that going forward uh but i'm gonna show you what it is as we go forward now Look at the chart here. We're currently in what's called the church. age. This is where we are in the church dispensation or period of time. The next major event that's going to remove the church is that event called the rapture. Uh, that's that second uh, circle there. But during the tribulation, which is the next one, when we are raptured, the tribulation would take place on earth. This is where you will find the mark of the beast. Uh, the mark of the beast cannot be a part of the church age now. Uh, It it just is unbiblical. Uh, The church has nothing to do with the Mark of the Beast. Uh, You only find it during the tribulation. and Then you're going to find it right at the mid part, which I'm going to explain in a few minutes. Uh, So we have no part of the Mark of the Beast. So if you get 666, use it to preach the gospel. All right. So what is the Mark of the Beast? The Mark of the Beast will be a physical mark given to all who have surrendered their life to the Antichrist. This would take place during the time of the great tribulation period. Men and women will not be able to buy or sell unless they have this unique mark. And we're going to learn about it today. The Antichrist will institute this beast system, and it will be tied to buying and selling and tracking and everything, uh, but it's not until the time of the great uh, tribulation. So I want to give you the verses where we find this particular message. Uh, Revelation chapter 13, verses 16, 17, and 18. John wrote... And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. Verse 17, and that no man might buy or sell or save, but he that have the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Verse 18, here is wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man and his number is 603 score and six or six, six, six. Uh, You know, when John received this prophecy from Jesus Christ, there was no way in his day that that prophecy could come to pass. Uh, There was no way to track persons buying and selling habits in that time. But we're going to see now, uh, we're in the end times, that things are being developed before our very eyes that are setting up for the mark of the beast. Now, uh, I'm going to say something to you today that uh, technology in itself is not evil. Uh, I I know pastors that will not go on the internet because they think it's a mark of the beast system. No, technology is not evil. And nor can you ascribe evil to technology. Uh, And I'll give you a good example. It's like taking a knife and you're cutting a Sunday ham with the knife. Now that same knife that cut that Sunday ham in the wrong hand can take a life. So it's not the knife; it's whose hands the, light, uh, 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 the knife is in. Uh, it's not the technology; it's whose hand the technology will be in that will cause the problem. You need to understand that. So don't fear the technology. Now I'm gonna make one other point. I made it all three, all two services uh, earlier. Uh, I am preaching in Canada. I was teaching on the mark of the beast, and I talked about using the knife to cut a Sunday ham. And all of a sudden, the kids broke out in the back, started laughing. I'm going. That Nobody ever laughed at that before. Uh, after service, the kids came to me and said, uh, "Brother Perkins, uh, when you talk about cutting a ham, you know, Sunday Ham." Said we have a girl in in this group. Her name is Sunday Ham. <laughs> it was funny. It was so funny. Sunday, I met I met Sunday Ham. I did. I, I actually met her. It was so so cute. Anyway, uh, but this mark of the beast, we're going to see that the Bible is going to tell us about it now. I want to quote here Dr. Ed Heinson and Dr. Tim LaHaye in regards to it. They said, this second beast will cause all men of all uh, social stations in life to have a mark on their right hand or their forehead. This technology already is available. The technology to track a person's habits is already available. Uh, but this <clears throat> And by this mark, the second beast will control the population of the world. No one will be able to survive economically without the mark. The mark in the Greek is karagma, which means a a tattoo, uh, must show either the name of the first beast or the number of his name, which is 666. The reference to wisdom in verse 18 means that the tribulation saints will understand what is happening uh, when they see this mark. Uh, And it's number required of all people on the earth. Now, he said the term is karagman in the Greek, meaning uh, tattoo. I believe it will be a tattoo, but I also believe that that tattoo will have technology tied to it. Uh, They will be able to track a person, whether they have the mark or whether they don't have the mark. And again, we're going to see some amazing things in reference to it. I, I really believe that technology is being developed and is developed already to track a person. And again, we're going to see that going forward. Uh, Now, I want to quote one other one. This is um, a wonderful book called The End Times. Listen at this. He said, according to the Bible, the Antichrist will require every person on earth to receive a mark on the right hand or forehead. Without this mark, they won't be able to buy or sell anything Think about that for a minute. Everyone in the entire world will receive a mark, and without it, they won't be able to buy or sell anything. Clearly, this passage says that the Antichrist will control all the financial transactings in the world. This means that the black market will no longer exist. Uh, we, uh, uh, and we're not <clears throat> at that point today. After all, drug dealers and terrorist organizations routinely hide their financial transactions from government authorities. During the tribulation, they won't be able to do that because everything will be tied to this system. You know, we're moving quickly to a cashless society. I mean, how many of us carry cash? I mean, I very seldom carry cash. I do. Uh, I like going in, swiping, you know, in and out. I'm gone. You know, I like that. I really do. Uh, I very seldom we use cash. You go to grocery stores. Now, grocery stores don't want to give you change back. You know, I said, give me my change back, though. I mean, give it to me. I want my change. <laughs> you put it on a card. I don't give us a penny. Give me my money back. You know, I want my money. Anyway, uh, we, you know, uh, we or living in a culture that is moving fastly away from cash, and again, as a result of that, we are, we are moving moving quickly uh, to this end time. Now, how will this mark of the beast come into use and how long will it be enforced? And this is key that we understand this clearly. So I'm gonna give you a, a scripture, Revelation 19:20. 20. Uh, this is at the end of the, of the seven-year tribulation. This is when Antichrist and false prophet is judged. These two men from the, from the uh, battle of Armageddon will be taken alive, the Bible says, And cast into the lake of fire. So in their judgment, it's going to tell us how people will receive this mark. Look at verse 20. John wrote, and the beast was taken. And with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him. With which he deceived them that received the mark of the beast. And them that worship his image. So these people, during the tribulation, they will be deceived into taking the mark of the beast. They're going to think they're doing a good thing. Can you imagine a mother with a baby? You know, I got to feed my baby. My baby needs milk. Give me the mark. The mother's going to take the mark. But the Bible says here that they will be deceived into taking it. Not only that, but you'll have some people in the tribulation who have rejected Christ uh, uh, from the church age on into the tribulation. They have rejected Christ no matter how many times God has gone after them. and there's a major prophecy that God has given toward them too. Look at this one. This is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 9 through 12. Look what the apostle Paul wrote. He said, even him, talking about the antichrist, whose coming is after the workings of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause... God shall send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Uh, during the, the time of great tribulation, you got some people there. They've heard the gospel, heard the gospel, heard the gospel. They rejected, rejected, rejected. Some of them will literally be deceived. God's going to allow a spirit of delusion uh, to blind them. Uh, because they have rejected God's love advance uh, over and over. I, I tell you all the time, listen, don't reject God's love advance. Uh, if God's convicting you and he's wooing you to come to him, don't keep fighting it all. Yield to him. Receive him uh, that you may not be one of those on the other side. Now, it doesn't mean that if you heard the gospel now and you find seven tribulation that you won't be saved. That's not true. Uh, some people have taken this verse to say that if you heard it now and you're in the tribulation, you can't be saved. That's not true. It depends on where you are in the process of how God is dealing with you. Some people will be deceived because they've been rejecting Christ all along. And I say, again, don't do it. uh, Receive him. So they would be deceived. Now, look at this. Quoting from the book, Wrath and Glory, this is Dr. David Reagan. Listen to what he says about this mark. Uh, he says, politically, the false prophet is the one responsible for administering the anti enforcement system. It is based on a requirement for all of mankind to take the name or the number of the beast, which is 666. No one can buy and no one can sell without the mark or the name of the beast on their right hand or on their forehead. He goes on to say this and since no faithful Christian, now let me let me clarify that. These are people that have, that have gotten saved during the time of the tribulation. If you're born again today, you'll be raptured before the tribulation. But you have a lot of people, I believe, that will come to Christ. I believe it's going to be a great revival at the beginning of the tribulation because people have heard it and they didn't respond. And many of them will come to Christ at that time. So Dr. Reagan says this, and since no faithful Christian, or observant Jew will take the mark. At this point, all Christian and Jews will become outlaws. They will have to hide out in the countryside and live off the land. They will be hunted down like animals and most of them will be killed, not all, but most. It will be a horrible period of unparalleled persecution of believers of the true God. Uh, You gotta realize the tribulation is a different, uh, it's called a dispensation, a different period of time. Uh, The wrath of God is is revealed in that time. Not only that, but God will allow the Antichrist a seven-year window uh, to wreak havoc in planet Earth. Uh, You don't want to be there during that time. That's why you want to get saved. Now, if you're not saved, uh, you want to make sure you're born again today. Not next week, today. All right. Now, how long will the mark be in use? This is key to know and to understand. What I'm going to do, I'm going to bring in uh, our chart again. Uh, The mark of the beast will be in use for three and one half years, starting at the midpoint of the great tribulation. So you have a seven year tribulation, but the Antichrist will not institute the mark until the midpoint, three and a half years in uh, So the, the, tri- uh, the mark of the beast will only have a three and a half year window of influence It won't even be a part of the whole tribulation So that's why I tell Christians today, don't worry about 666 uh, Use it to evangelize a world that is terrified. You know, again, that number 666, it is a scary number for most people Have you ever gone to a high rise and seen uh, room 666? You won't find it Nope Everybody's afraid of that number, you know. So when it falls on it, it's an opportunity as a Christian to preach the gospel. And we need to want. So it, it'll only have a three and a half year window of influence. And again, we won't be here when that happens. Now, who will receive this mark and why? Or I'll say this way who will be required to take the mark of the beast uh, and why? Look at this Revelation 13, verse 16. John wrote, and he causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. He said, he had he will cause them. Now look what he said. And he causeth all. During the time of tribulation, everybody will be required to take the mark. Now everybody won't take it, and it'll be to some detriments. Uh, some people that are born again during the tribulation, they will literally die for being a Christian for not taking the mark. But everybody will be required. Look at this. The small, that's men of no, re- no renown, the average Joe. The great, you're talking about presidents, prime ministers, uh, uh, captains of industry. I mean, uh, people uh, you know, that's, that, that, that have renown, all of them would be required. Their, their renownness would not uh, uh, influence the antichrist system. Look at this, the rich and the poor, the rich. The richest men in the world will be required. Their money will have no influence when it comes to receiving the mark of the beast. If they want to keep their money and continue to do what they do, they're going to have to take the mark of the beast. The poor, uh, even those that don't have money, that don't even the homeless will be required. The free and the bond, everyone will be required to take the mark uh, of the beast at that time. But if they do it, uh, they will uh, they will literally damn themselves. Now, verse 17 says. And that no man might buy or sell, save, but he that have the mark. Now, I like how the King James rendered here. I believe the Antichrist will institute three different marks. Here you have the mark, could be his logo, his, 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 uh, his design, you know, emblem of whatever his mark is. Then you have the name of the beast, whatever Antichrist's name, that would be a mark. And then you have the number of the beast. So the Bible gives us the number 666. But there be three different things he will use to identify those that have formed an alliance or an allegiance to him. And what you got to understand, it's not just taking the mark. When a person takes the mark of the beast, they are taking, uh, 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 I mean, they, they, they have surrendered their will to Antichrist and the devil. It's not just taking the mark. You formed an alliance with the Antichrist and the devil. And this is, this is what would be so damnable. Uh, God's going to judge. God says, "Okay, you don't want me. You don't want my son. Then you have you have formed an alliance with the devil and Antichrist, and therefore you've crossed the line. And those people that do, uh, they will they will they will pay a severe price." Now. Let's look at the conditioning of today's society to receive the mark of the beast. Again, saints, we have been conditioned and don't even realize it. Now, this month, I shared in other services, this month, uh, my wife and I celebrated uh, 41 years of teaching and studying Bible prophecy, and it's to His glory. Uh, And I've been tracking the conditioning of the culture to receive a mark. So what I'm going to do here, I'm going to bring in some pictures, some magazines, some periodicals, and I'm going to show you how the culture is being conditioned and don't even realize it. Look at this first one. This came back in the late 80s. Uh, It was on a trade magazine. Uh, The back page says, look who's behind our bars. Uh, it It was published by Standard Registry. But when I saw this picture, I said, what? I couldn't believe it. They put a barcode in the guy's forehead. This is back in, back in the late 80s. Look at this one. This is uh, 1973. This is uh, Senior Scholastic uh, Magazine. The, this is a magazine the kids were getting at the time. It says, who is watching you? Now, you can't see it, but uh, each one of these kids have numbers in their foreheads. And it says, who's watching you? But the numbers in the forehead, back in 73. Look at this one. Feel like a number. They put a barcode on the top of his big old bald head there. <laughs> I mean, the the, the culture is obsessed with putting the bars in the head or forehead. Look at this one. Dear number 604-237737, our records show. This article was dealing with tracking your medical data, but the article appeared with barcodes in the forehead. Look at this. Look at this one. Uh, The real costs of raising kids. And cute little fella here. Cute little baby, but they put a barcode in the forehead. When the culture sees it, they become dissensitive. Oh, I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that. You know, oh, that's all right. Sign me up, Antichrist. Yeah. Look at this one. This one's called the gold rush dealing with the genome. Uh, and here they put an a emblem or symbol in the guy's forehead. Look at this. Rolling Stone magazine, group called YouTube. Uh, YouTube. Uh, and look here. Uh, he has one of them sweater caps on, but he has a barcode on the sweater, sweater cap in the forehead. Look at this next one. This is a, from a computer uh, magazine I, I used to get. Uh, this magazine was talking about you know technology and tracking you. But what happened? They had a guy's face. His face was lifted off of the of his face, and underneath his face was a barcode under the skin. They're obsessed with, with the face and the barcode. Look at this one. Who's got your number? Microsoft's son wants to own the digital you. Now, this is barcode, but if you look carefully at these pictures, these, barcode, these barcodes represent people, human bodies. Now, I wish I could draw it up closer. Uh, this right here, this is a guy holding a briefcase. But the barcodes uh, are designed to help track you. Uh, They're can, they, they can, they obsessed with tracking you. Uh, you know, let me ask you this question: How many here uh, have a Social Security card? How many have cell phones? Too late. We all tracked. <laughs> they got us. You know, don't don't be afraid of of them being able to track you. Uh, I made I made a statement this morning. I don't I don't mind them tracking me because they track me. I'm gonna lead them right to Jesus. <laughs> track me. Just track me. Track me. I'm gonna point you to Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't mind them tracking me, you know, and a lot of people do things. uh, I mentioned this morning, too, that uh, you hear people talking all the time. I'm going off the grid. You ever heard that? I'm getting off the grid, man. I'm I'm just getting off the grid. I'm tired of everything. They're in my business, man. I'm getting off the grid. Guess what? They watch you go off the grid. (laughs) Look at him. Look at, look what they see you. They can see everything. They can see in the night. Let me tell you something. You you can't hide from this. I mean, technology is here. Don't fight it. Use it to the glory of God. Look at this next one here. National Geographic's, the chip in the hand. Talking about the the chip in the hand, National Geographic's. Now, this last one, I'm going to tell you the story about how how I got this. This was supernatural. Uh, My wife and I, we went to a garage sale in San Diego. And uh, now, I don't read Psychology Today, but this person had a bunch of Psychology Today magazines. And I just picked the magazine up. When I picked it up, it actually opened to this, this article. And I said, man, what a, what a thing for a prophecy guide to get. Man, I'd pay 50 bucks for this one. But I was cool, as I shared with him. I was cool, cool, cool. I got it for 50 cents. This article is amazing. This was 1980 and what their plans were to track your buying and selling habits. I'm gonna try to read an article for you uh, uh, in regards to that. Now, we're still looking at the conditioning of the culture. So what I'm gonna do here, I've been tracking commercials I got them all the way back from the early 90s, and I'm going to bring you all the way up to the 21st century, or year uh, 2000. Um, I'm going to show you something here. Uh, This first commercial, you're going to see this guy. He's uh, in a grocery store, and it's going to look like he's stealing. He's putting food in his clothes, and you're going to see him walking, and then a little lady in her car, she's going to see him stealing, and then you're going to have a butcher. He's watching him steal. you got surveillance technology. You're going to see the manager looking at him, and then the guy's going to walk out the store like he's walking out the door, and as he walks out the door with a newspaper in his hand, Lights will scan his body. You're going to see the security guard coming at him, and I'm going to let the story tell itself. Look at this. <laughs> checkout lines. Who needs them? This is the future of e-business. He was annoyed that security guard stopped him. Listen, this was early, I mean, late eighties, early nineties. All right. That was IBM commercial there. Uh, I'm going to show you another one. Uh, How many have passwords? Anybody got passwords? (laughs) I got so many passwords. I have an app to track my passwords. All right. (laughs) This one here, uh, this is a uh, this is a uh, Mastercard commercial, and look what look what their plans were. This is back in the uh, late '80s, early '90s. Create technology that would recognize your unique mark. This is how the future will be paid. This was back then. Look at this next one. This next one, you're going to see see a a truck driver. He's driving his truck and he's barreling down. He had to hit the brakes because there's a lady sitting in the middle of the highway. Look at this.
1: Boxes. RFID radio types on the cargo. Help oh, scrap shipments.
2: The boxes knew we were lost. Maybe the boxes should <laughs> Very them.
0: Tracking the boxes through RFID technology. Everything you buy today has an RFID tag on it. Everything you buy, clothing. Uh, they even have little chips now they're putting, embedding in your clothes that you don't even know about. I got one article that says that uh, the, your clothes gonna start telling on you. People steal and they walk out the door. The, the, the clothes gonna say, they stealing, they stealing because the technology has been embedded in the garments. So they, they use this to track inventory, They knew the thing was off guard. Uh, I had a shipment coming the other day from Amazon. Uh, Amazon text me and emailed me said, uh, your your package is 10 stops away from reaching you. I said, boy, that's convenient, man. You know, you don't want to leave home. You're going to wait, you know. They can track. Now, uh, anybody here used to have an account with uh, Washington Mutual? Anybody? Washington Mutual? Okay, I had a few hands back there. Uh, This commercial, when I first saw this commercial, I laughed so hard. It was so funny. And the Lord said, stop laughing. And look at the commercial. So I'm gonna play the commercial for you. Look at this one.
1: Hi. I just want to make a deposit. You have
0: your account number? Right here. Lean forward, please. Mm-hmm. Ah! ah, ah. So <laughs> your
1: customer tracking system that has your account number and barcode. It speeds you right through the line. No. That line of Do you feel like banks are getting a bit impersonal? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I laugh so hard at this commercial, but the Lord says, stop and look at it. And this was back in the days for this one. They didn't have uh, DVRs at the time. I, I, this was a VHS. And I'm watching the commercial, and I'm just trying to, and I caught it. Boy, I mean, a lot of editing to get this thing. But, but scanning the head tied to your, your finance Okay, now I'm going to bring you up to 2000 here and I'm going to show you two more commercials. Then we're going to move on. Uh, Amazon. Amazon just created a technology called just walk out technology. Okay, so I'm going to let the commercial explain it. Then I'm going to talk a little bit more on the second side of it. Uh, This right now is spreading all over the country right now. It's called just walk out technology.
2: Four years ago, we started the world. What would shopping look like if you could walk into a store, grab what you want, and just go? What if we could read the most advanced machine learning, computer vision, and AI? into the very fabric of a store, so you never have to wait in line. No lines, no checkouts, no registers. Welcome to Amazon Go. Use the Amazon Go app to enter. Then put away your phone, and start shopping. It's really that simple. Take whatever you like. Anything you pick up is automatically added to your virtual card. If you change your mind about that cupcake, just put it back. Our technology will update your virtual card automatically. So how does it work? We use computer vision, deep learning algorithms as sensor fusion much like you find in self-driving cars, we call it Just Walk Out Technology. Once you've got everything you want, you can just go. When you leave, our Just Walk Out Technology adds up your virtual car and charges your Amazon account. Your receipt is sent straight to the app and you can keep going. Amazon Go. No lines, no checkout. No, seriously.
0: This debuted 2017, and now these stores are all over the country. My wife and I was in Dallas, uh, in the Dallas airport. This Just Walk Out store is there. You swipe your card, go in and get whatever you want just walk out. No attendant stopping you, looking at you. Uh, The ability to track your buying and selling habits is already in place. Now, it's not evil, but in the wrong hands it could be. I'm going to give you one more commercial. This one, uh, let me say before I show this. Uh, Amazon has not created the mark of the beast, all right? So don't leave it in. Brother Perkins said Amazon created the mark of the beast. No, I did not. I did not, but I'm gonna show you, this commercial is quite eerie. Uh, This one, eerie, all right? Look at this one.
1: This is Zoe. Just like you, she uses lots of different cards and IDs to get through her day. What if all Zoe needed was herself? Introducing Amazon One. A free service that lets you use your palm to quickly pay for things, gain access, earn rewards, and more. Let's say you're grabbing your favorite coffee beverage, or heading to the office, or checking out. Just hover your palm and you're on your way. It's as easy as that. Sign up is free and takes less than a minute. All you need is a credit card, your phone number, and your palm. That's it. Since your palm is unique and can't be lost or misplaced, you can get things done quickly and securely. And with more experiences on the way, Amazon One will help you get even more done, simply by being you. Now, Zoe has more time to do what she loves, indoor skydiving. Enter, identify, and pay with Amazon One.
0: Enter, identify, and pay with Amazon One. This one's eerie to me because, you know, the marketer beast on the right hand, forehead, you know, tied to buying and selling. Uh, this technology is convenient. You know, you go in and out. You can get this right now. You can, you can, get, you can sign up right now and use it in, in, at, at Amazon stores. Okay? Eerie. One more for you. How, how many, no more commercials here, but I'm going to show you. How many uh, know the guy Elon Musk? Everybody know Elon Musk? Well, let me show you this. Elon Musk... Uh, the guy is brilliant. I, I really believe that God is allowing him to do what he's doing because it's aiding the the the, the purposes of God. Uh, Elon Musk has launched a, a new technology. Uh, Elon's Musk, Musk vision <clears throat> vision is to launch 42,000 satellites uh, into orbit in order to cover the entire world with high-speed internet worldwide. To date, he has launched 2,500 satellites uh, with his SpaceX company. Now, what do you wanna do with his company? He's he's gonna blanket the world with these low orbit, high speed uh, internet satellites that's gonna allow the world to be connected worldwide. I mean, everywhere. People have ability to use technology. Uh, again, when you have that technology, you can, you can, you can track with it, you can, you can, you can uh, track where people are. So his plans is uh, every, every time they send one up, the satellite up, it's uh, releasing 60 satellites. Uh, and they're going to blanket the world, uh, all over the world, uh, as a network of low orbit satellites. Uh, this is already working now. Uh, I have a colleague right now; is actually has an account with uh, uh, with uh, Elon Musk. You can buy it's very expensive right now, but you still can get high speed uh, internet uh, through Elon Musk. Uh, his plans again is to make a network around the world. I believe this technology is going to help aid. Uh, The ability to track people's buying and selling world, I mean, all over the world. Uh, As a matter of fact, when Putin uh, invaded the Ukraine, uh, the Ukraine technology guy, he tweeted to Elon Musk. He said uh, they're about to shut our Internet down. Uh, Say about an hour or so later, Elon um, Elon, uh, tweeted to him that we're going to we're going to send you uh, the satellites, we're going to send you antennas and they're going to move the satellites over the area. So right now the Ukraine has Internet connectivity. Because of this technology, the technology is not evil, but what we are witnessing is that the, the, the blueprint is, is already there, and now things are falling into place for the next dispensation. What this tells me, saints, that we're living in the end times, and this is not the hour, you know, to be playing with your walk with God. Uh, things are being set up in this time in preparation for the time of the great tribulation. Now let's move a little bit further here, and uh, we're going to look at this: What happens? to those who take the mark of the beast. Now the scripture is quite clear in reference to what happens to them. So I'm gonna start off with a quote here. This is from the book called Unmasking the Antichrist by Dr. Uh, uh, Ron Rhodes, a great author, a great book. Listen to what he says about people taking the mark. He said, one thing is certain, in some way that is, <clears throat> that is presently unknown to us, this number would be a critical part of antichrist's identification. It is sobering to realize that receiving the mark of the beast is apparently an unpardonable sin. The decision to receive the mark is uh, irreversible, is an irreversible decision. Uh, Once made, there is no turning back. Receiving the mark signifies approval of the Antichrist as leader and agreement with his purpose. Uh, No one, no one takes this mark accidentally. One must, uh, well, uh, what word? voliciously uh, choose to do so with all the facts on the table, it will be a deliberate choice with eternal consequence. So when people take the mark, they're going to know what they're doing. Now, they may be deceived in it, but they're going to know, I got to take this mark in order to do financial transacting. I got to feed my baby. I got to take this mark. They're going to be deceived in thinking that it's good, but it's going to be damnable. They formed an alliance and an allegiance with the Antichrist. They have rejected God at that point, and therefore they're going to be judged. So it's going to be very bad for those that take the mark. So in light of that, I'm going to show you this, and this, this right here. I'm about to show you. Uh, <clears throat> this is right after, uh, right, right after uh, people begin to take the mark of the beast. Uh, God is going to literally. Uh, literally pour out a judgment on these people. So look at this. Revelation chapter 14, verses nine and 10 says, if any man worship the beast and his image and receive the mark, uh, his mark in their forehead or in their hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb. So anybody who take the mark of the beast uh, at the time of the veil judgment that's going to that be poured out, the Bible says these people, when they take the mark, uh, they're going to res- drink of the wine of the wrath of God that is uh, without mixture, meaning they're going to get the full unadulterated wrath or anger of God without mercy mixed in it because they have rejected God. And as a result, the Bible said they're going to be tormented. Not only that, but uh, chapter 16, Revelation, verse 2 uh, this is the beginning of the last seven vile judgments that will enter the tribulation. The first of the vile judgments will be poured out exclusively on those who take the mark of the beast. Look at this, Revelation chapter 16, verse 2. It says, "And the first went out." So this first angel that's pouring out the vials, he went out and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a an nauseous awesome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast, and and upon them that worshipped his image. Well, what's going to happen? These people who receive the mark of the beast and worship Antichrist, these, these smelly boils will cover their bodies. And the Bible says they're going to be in such pain that they will gnaw on their tongues because of it. Uh, God said, you want a mark? He said, okay, I'm going to give you a mark that's going to show that you have received this mark of the beast. And these people have these boils covering their bodies and they're going to be in such pain during this time. But this is a judgment that God is going to, he's going to give to those uh, who have rejected him. And again, uh, I, I warn people: Listen, don't don't take the mark of the beast. Don't don't take it. God forbid if you find yourself in a tribulation. Uh, don't take the mark of the beast. Receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you may die a martyr's death, but you'll have eternal life. Don't take the mark uh, to please your flesh. Now. A warning to the world regarding the mark of the beast. I'm gonna assure you something. God's gonna do something that's so supernatural that He's never done before. Uh, in the latter part of tribulation, God's gonna release three angels that will fly the the whole compass of the of the earth, and these angels gonna preach the everlasting gospel, and they're gonna warn men not to take the mark of the beast. God's going to use angels to do that. Look at this. Revelation 14, 16, John said, and I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell upon the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. This angels are going to fly through the earth and they're going to warn men. They're going to preach the everlasting gospel. They're going to warn men. Look at verse seven, saying with a loud voice, fear God. And give glory to him for the hour of his judgment is come and worship him that made heaven and the earth and the sea and the fountains of water. These angels are going to fly and proclaim the message, the everlasting gospel, and they're going to tell men, fear God. You know, people don't, don't like to hear the term fear God. Fear God is good. Uh, the Bible said the fear of God is clean. Uh, The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of God is holy. Uh, When you fear God, that means you reverence God. The problem we have in our culture today, we don't fear God. People don't fear God. People think that they're bigger and badder than God, and they're going to find out. Uh, Believe me, God is able to get your attention, I guarantee you. Uh, I'm saved today because uh, uh, I was afraid of going to hell. Yeah, I was afraid of going to hell. I mean, it wasn't that, you know, I'm going to just be transparent with you. I, I enjoyed sin, uh, and God had to get in the midst of my world to shake me up. And he shook me up and I realized I was going to hell and I was afraid. I was afraid. And I received Christ as a result of being afraid to go to hell. Then when I got saved, then I fell in love with him. You know what I mean? Uh, some people come to Christ automatically because they love him right, right off the bat. Uh, I enjoyed seeing too much at the time. And then God got in my world and then when I received him, man, I was so glad. I had peace that nobody can give me. I had joy that no money, no woman, no nothing can give me. You know, and I had such peace, and then I fell in love with him. So a lot of people they, they don't want to figure out you need to fear God. Uh, fear God is good. Look at this, look at this next one here. This is the verses nine and ten. John said, and the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image and receive the mark in their forehead or in their hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstones in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Those who take the mark of the beast, the Bible says, they will be tormented with fire and brimstone. Uh, I warn people don't take the mark, don't take the mark. God forbid you take the mark. God forbid you find yourself in tribulation. Today on the side of my voice, if, you save, if you're not saved today, don't leave this place without him. I'm almost done. The <laughs> stages, other people saying, brother Perkin, get off of it, man. Let this go, man. You're scaring me. Fear God is good. Listen to this. The stages are being set for the coming Antichrist kingdom. It is imperative that we as Christians warn our generation about the coming time of great tribulation and that now is the time to give your life to Jesus Christ before it's too late. We need to warn our loved ones, our family, our friends, our coworkers, people that God bring across our path. We need to warn them uh, that time is winding up. You know, God is allowing all of this technology to be developed for the time of tribulation, yeah, things are happening behind the scenes in preparation for the next judgment that's coming, which will be the time of tribulation. Technology will aid Antichrist with controlling the whole world. You know, uh, Elon's Musk's idea, his idea about blanking the world with, with this technology, it's a good idea, but it's, it will be used, guarantee you. Uh, in John's day, there was no way this, this prophecy could come to pass, but in our time, it can Therefore, we as Christians need to go after the harvest, go after your loved ones, go after them. Tell them about technology. This technology is going to aid Antichrist. Things are coming. Things are being set up for the time of the mark of the beast. You better get your life right today. We need to warn a lost world. Now, I'm going to close with this last uh, quote here uh, from the magazine Midnight Call, Dr. Arnold Froese. Uh, Subject was the beast, the false prophet and the mark. Listen to what he says. He says, it is clear to see that today's global economy is erasing national boundaries. Unity is being established in politics, economy, finance, and religion. Uh, we have a one world culture. Now, my wife, we travel all over the world. I fly on a lot of airlines. They say, we are new, we are new, newly added to the one world alliance. I mean, everything has got a one world mindset, you know, uh, a cashless society. We have a cashless culture. You know, a lot of us don't carry cash at all. I know, especially a lot of the younger people today. They don't. They don't carry money. They swipe their cards. They swipe their Apple Pay. They do everything. You know, quick, quick, quick. My girls, both of my girls, quick. They do stuff, and it's amazing to watch them how they how they transact with stuff. But you know, I'm telling you, we are living in a time now as preparation for the coming events that will happen. And then I'm gonna close close this last thing again. Technology is not evil. Is whose hands the technology is in. Okay, remember that. I want you to bow your hearts as we close. Father God, we love you. And again, I thank you so much for the word of truth. Lord, I pray today that we have shared something here, God, that have challenged the hearts of your people. Uh, challenge us as sons and daughters, born again. Challenge us, oh God, to go after our loved ones, friends, and coworkers, and people that you bring across our path to minister the gospel to. And Lord, if there's anyone here today that don't know you, that, that are not born again, Lord, I pray today that they don't leave this place without you. Lord, your word says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. Now, I'm going to make this appeal right now. If you hear today on the sound of my voice while all heads are bowed, you say, Brother Perkins, I realize today I'm not a Christian. I'm not born again. But I want to be, I don't want to be tied to that mark of the beast. I want to receive Christ today. It is no accident that you're here today. If there's you, simply raise your hand, and I, will lead you, I want to lead you in a simple prayer of salvation. Jesus can save you right there in your seats today. Is there anyone? Brother Perkins, I'm not a Christian, but I want to be. I want to receive Jesus. Is there anyone? Be bold today. I'm, I, don't fight with that decision. Receive Christ. Is there anyone? You're not born again, but you want Christ today. Is there anyone today? Is there anyone? Well, Lord, we are here today with the family of God. Bless your people As we serve you in these latter days, we thank you and we love you now in Jesus name. Amen. Isn't God good, saints?
2: You've been listening to The Rock's podcast. Our regular services are held on Sunday mornings at 8, 930 and 1130 a.m. in Santa Rosa, California. If you'd like to learn more, please visit our website at cctherock.org.